0: Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.
1: Now, ask Dr. Love with psychotherapist, author, love, and relationship expert, Dr. Jamie Turndorf. For expert advice on love and relationships, you can submit your questions online at AskDoctorLove.com or call 1 800 930 2819 during the live broadcast. You can also listen live and download the free show app at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Now here's Doctor Love.
2: Welcome to Ask Dr. Love Radio. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and it is my pleasure to be with you again this week. So I have a question for you. Are you one of the few courageous men or women who is willing to step out of the dominant culture of resignation and mediocrity and endeavor to create the life of your dreams? If so, stay with me for what I know is going to be a life-changing discussion with my friend Jack Canfield, the beloved originator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And today we're going to find out Jack's secrets for transforming your life and relationships by completing the past and embracing your future, cleaning up your messes, being in the now, rejecting rejection, embracing change, transcending your limiting beliefs, and so much more. As the driving force behind the development and delivery of more than 123 million books sold through the Chicken Soup for the Soul franchise and over 500 million copies in print worldwide, Jack Canfield is behind the Empire Time magazine called the publishing phenomenon of the decade. And he's affectionately known as America's number one success coach. Jack has studied and reported on what makes successful people different from the rest. And he knows what motivates them, what drives them, and what inspires them. And he brings this critical insight to countless audiences internationally, sharing his success strategies in the media with companies, universities, and professional associations. And over the last 30 years, his compelling message, empowering energy and personable coaching style has helped hundreds of thousands of individuals achieve their dreams, achieve peak performance, and breakthrough results. His most recent national bestseller, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be, contains 64 powerful principles for success utilized by the top achievers from all walks of life and all areas of commerce. The Success Principles and the entire principles books Products, coaching programs, and branded retail merchandise is Jack's most recent offering to more than a hundred million readers that he reaches worldwide. So, Jack, welcome back to Ask Dr. Love.
3: Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: I love having you. You know, I love how you say life is a combination lock. Your job is to find the right numbers in the right order, right. so you can have. I love that. And you also say if we did all the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves.
3: It's true. It's true. We we have so much more potential than anyone ever figured out. I remember the first lecture I ever attended, it was probably 1968, I was uh, in uh, graduate school and I heard this guy named Dr. Herbert Otto, who was head of the National Center for Human Potential, He said we're only using 10% of our our brain. I thought, wow, I I want to use more than that, so... I got yeah. involved in this work the next day, and I've been doing it ever since. And I, we have so much ability, so many talents and qualities that we never manifest. But it's, it's possible for us. So that's what I've committed my life to doing for myself and helping other people do the same.
2: Absolutely. And so you're astounding yourself on a daily basis, saying, I can't believe I did that.
3: <laughs> it's pretty true. It's pretty yeah. true. I, You know, when we, we sold half a billion books, I went, really? That's amazing and uh, now in china they they've sold over 300 million books just in china they're using the chicken soup for the soul books to teach english to kids in high school where they have english on one page amazing. and chinese on the other
2: there you and that's a lot of rice i'm telling you <laughs> 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 oh, God. I'm nuts. No, Jack, I promise I'll be good today. No, that's so fun. Don't do that. Um, you know, remember the last time I had this crazy dream about you before you came on with the, I saw you having big hairy breasts. And uh, but they weren't just, you know, man, man boobs. They were like beautiful woman breasts. With hair. And I realized what I was getting was this message about why I love you so much because you are the embodiment of both the male and the female traits. The most evolved people have that equal balance, you know, that androgyny. So my dream was just affirming one of the
3: things that I love
2: about you. You've surprised yourself, you grew boobs, you know.
3: There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna follow that line of thought very far with you. <laughs> But it's true. I have a lot of feminine qualities of unconditional love and
1: love joy
3: it. and nurturing and supporting people and so forth. So I can I can it. That's cool.
2: I love it. So talk about, you know, you are obviously a very gifted person. And I'm sure people say to you, come on, Jack, you've sold over 500 million chicken soup for the soul books. Now, another of your most popular books, The Success Principles, is being re-released in its 10th year, published in 30 languages. So they say to you, well, maybe you're unique. And what do you say to them?
3: Well, we're all unique. And um, the reality is I'm no different than anyone else. I grew up in West Virginia. I graduated college from the half of the class that made the top half possible. So I'm not the smartest person in the world. I am uh, someone who, you know, I was a typical middle-class kid growing up. and I played basketball at the playground on the weekends and dated and, you know, I just normal. And what I I realized when I met uh, Herbert Otto was, That normal is like you introduced the show, where you say you don't want to be living in resignation and mediocrity, and I think unfortunately most people are. And so Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to have a guy that introduced me to the possibility that anything was possible, and then I met my mentor W. Clement Stone, who was worth six hundred million dollars, and he mentored me, and then eventually hired me to work for his foundation to train teachers in these success principles that I learned from him. Now I've learned a lot since then because there's a lot of new developments, but Basically, now I was making eight thousand dollars a year as a teacher, not very much. He challenged me to set a goal that was so big that if I achieved it, it would blow my own mind. So I set a goal that I didn't even think was possible. I said a hundred thousand dollars in one year, and uh, basically, he taught me how to visualize and affirm. And it's the story I tell in the movie The Secret. Then I just made a hundred thousand dollar bill up and put it on the ceiling. Just, just you know, took a ten dollar bill and basically added a lot of zeros and then drew it bigger. And every morning I'd wake up and visualize a $100, $100,000 lifestyle. I would um, act on all my inspirations, which led to um, me getting the idea that I could sell this book I had for educators to 400,000 people. I got a quarter for every time I sold the book. That would be $100,000. And eventually my wife and I realized if we were a retailer, we'd make $3 a book. Then we'd only have to sell 33,000 copies, a lot less. We started the bookstore, one book. And then we added a bunch of other books by the end of the year and started making $2,000 a week selling those books. And by the end of the year, we made $93,000. And I thought, whoa, this actually works. So the problem is, like you said, about the idea that success is a combination lock, you need to know the combination. Most of us have never been taught the principles of success, relationships, communication skills, uh, emotional self-management, how to deal with obstacles. And so our schools don't teach that. But the reality is it's learnable. And now we have people like your show and others, you know, Oprah on television and so forth, you know, bringing these concepts and ideas, techniques to the nation. And more and more people are waking up and it's very exciting.
2: It really is exciting. You know, the thing is, a lot of times people get stuck in the I know what I want in terms of relationship success or professional or career success. Mm -hmm. But then they get stuck because they don't know how to actualize it. So they stop. They're dead in their tracks. And, you know, when you think about how we put a man on the moon, when we said we're going to put a man on the moon, we didn't even have the technology to do it. We didn't even know how. First, we just had the idea or the dream. Mm -hmm. Then, once you, you know, embrace that, the universe helps you realize how to do it, and then you take the proper steps. But uh, do you agree with what I'm saying?
3: Oh, yeah. There are, mm-hmm. there are steps. There is a system, if you will, that mm-hmm. uh, you know, people that are successful use. And what I tried to do with the 10th anniversary edition of the Success Principles, uh, which is all totally revised and updated, and these stories, we'll talk about it, but basically was give people a blueprint that says if you want to get from where you are to where you want to be, these are the steps and they're very specific, and they're doable, and they're learnable. The problem is most people didn't grow up in a household where people were living this way. Often the children of rich people are being inculcated into all these things uh, by their parents, but, you know, that's the top one or two or three percent. So many of us didn't learn it. So I said, okay, if there was only one manual that you could read, what would it be? And so, yes, the first thing you have to do is come up with a vision for what you want your life to look like. You know, and It needs to be aligned with your life purpose, which most people don't even know what that is. But there's techniques and tools for discovering your purpose, creating your dreams so you can fulfill that purpose, and then turning it into goals and action steps and so on. And I always tell people, if you don't know how to do it, there are so many people who've already done it. You know, first, first of all, we didn't know how to go to the moon, but we committed to it. And out of that commitment, a lot of people showed up with that dream and said, I want to support that. So the first thing you have to do is commit 100 percent, not 99 percent, but 100 percent. And then you can go, for most things people want to do, you know, be a millionaire, uh, become president of their company, have a nice network marketing company, create a loving relationship, raise your children healthy. There's been clues left by thousands of people called books, seminars, workshops, webinars, teleseminars, uh And so forth and so all this information is available and i would say i'll tell you a story that was fun i was in texas and i was doing a morning television show like wake up dallas or something like that and my person was putting on my makeup in the morning Uh, i asked her so what's your dream she says i want to own my own salon someday i said that's fabulous what are you doing to make that happen she said nothing i said that's a terrible (laughs) strategy won't get you there i said why not she said well i don't know what to do to own my own salon I said, I have a radical idea. Why don't you go find someone who owns a salon, there's one in every mall, and ask her how she did it. And she said, oh, wow, that's a great idea. And I thought, (laughs) isn't that just obvious? But I guess not to everybody. So Mm -hmm. there's no lack of knowing how. You just have to go out and find it.
2: Well, that's it. That's all about the mentorship that you are so so big on, Mm -hmm. that is why you are still seeking out mentors, because the idea being there's always somebody who's done it before you. Why try to reinvent the wheel?
3: Mm -hmm. Right? No, it's true. It's, you know, like I know a lot about publishing, but that world's changing with the internet. Now everything's internet marketing, book launches that people do and make $1 million in a week, but it takes about four months of preparation before that week. And um, so, you know, I just attended a seminar with five or six of the best internet marketers in the world. And said, okay, I want to learn these launch techniques because we're launching a program a couple of weeks from now where we will be, uh, we have a home study program for people who want to learn how to be trainers to actually teach these principles, not just by talking about them, because you can read the book, but how mm-hmm. to do the kind of exercises and activities and processes, and guided visualizations that actually make people have a transformational experience. So it's like you're you're
2: certifying. You're like going to certify trainers.
3: Yeah, we're we're going to certify trainers. And the the home study program, you can do it at home on your computer. If you live in Somalia and you can't afford to come here, or you live in Iran and you can't get a a visa, if you're someone that doesn't want to spend a lot of money for our live trainings or can't afford to take the time off of work. It's like you you see all these colleges now. You can take courses online. It's the same kind of thing. But I wanted to learn how to launch that to reach as many people to reach our goal of a million people by 2030 teaching this.
2: So you talked to Eben Pagan. Was he one of the guys? Yes, he was. Yeah. He's a he's, he's the man when it comes to this. Yeah. Yep. So you're going to be, so we have to talk about that too. I want to hear all about that. You know, it's funny because when we were talking last year, I of course focused a lot with you on relationship success principles. Cause that's Dr. Love's thing. And I remember you saying something that you did with your wife and you do with your wife, and I never forgot it because I thought it was just so simple and elegant where you ask her every week, I want to be a 10 and I want you to rank me. How did I do this week? You know, on a scale of zero being the lowest, 10 being the best, I want to be a 10 for you in every area. Mm-hmm. And you still do this.
3: Yeah, I do. Every, every Well, it depends on what day I'm home, but it's either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And uh, at the end of the week, and I say on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the quality of our relationship? Anything less than a 10 gets a follow-up answer, and this is the most important part. What would it take to make it a 10? And, um, you know, she tells me, and uh, sometimes I don't like hearing it because I, I realize I've fallen down. Uh, you know, I haven't spent enough time with her. I've interrupted her in the middle of a joke because I thought I could tell the punchline better. I <laughs> stayed up too late watching TV, and then she felt abandoned, or I got up and went to my office too early, and or my, my tendencies, I get I go to bed late and get up late, and she feels lonely in the morning, so mm. but i can't I can't fix those things if she doesn't tell me, and she's never probably going to tell me unless I ask and I think I said kiddingly on your show last time if if I don't ask, I'm the only one who doesn't know. She's told her mother, her sister, her girlfriend, the people at the <laughs> nail salon, you know whatever your and ears I'm are the ringing only one that can change it.
2: That is so cool. You know, it's funny because what you're doing is taking radical responsibility here by saying, if I don't ask, she won't tell me. Because ideally we would hope that everyone would be evolved enough to take responsibility and state your thoughts and feelings and why you're having them. But you're going to the to the next level of involvement and you're saying, I'm just not even going to assume that you're going to tell me. I'm going to elicit your feedback. That's Really, really wonderful and brave. This is why you're, you know, all I mean, you're just the heartthrob of every woman I know. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I, I know this one woman. She has been dogging me, begging me, please introduce me to Jack. Please, he's my hero. I think he's the sexiest, the greatest guy. I said no. I'm, I'm, am running interference for Jack. I'm not going to do this to him. <laughs> You've got a harem out there, and you don't even know it. Oh, wait, wait. I'm back to hair again. <laughs>
3: there you go.
2: <laughs> I'm going to take a brief break and I'll be back with you in a moment, a moment, a moment on Ask Dr. Love Radio.
0: Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the
4: power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next.
0: Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, Intuit.com or call 844 letter b It.
5: What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com.
6: Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-P-A-T-S-H-O-W dot for listening times in your area.
1: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. AskDrLove.com is the web's premier relationship advice site since 1995. Visit AskDrLove.com to search thousands of Dr. Love's relationship advice columns or submit a question to her free advice column. Don't be shy. Dr. Turndorf wants to help you, so take advantage of this unique opportunity to get a personal answer from one of today's most respected experts. This show is for you, the listener, so if you have a question for her, call in during the live show broadcast or catch the archive show on transformationtalkradio.com. Now, back to Dr. Love.
2: Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love Radio. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and I am talking with my dear Jack Canfield. We're talking about his success principles, and this is the 10th anniversary edition that just came out. And we're talking about the very first principle now, okay? And there are 67 of them in the book, and you talk about taking 100% responsibility for everything that happens in our lives. That's a pretty simple concept, but when things happen that we don't expect, how can you still take responsibility and get great outcomes?
3: Well, basically, you know, the fact is if I, I, I ask people to not necessarily take that at face value, but to act as if it were true and notice what happens in your life. So I basically say most of the experiences that you have, you've either created it, promoted it, or allowed it to continue. Like, you know, people that are battered, they keep going back to the same person who beats Mm them up again. And so the reality is it's usually what we say or don't say, what we do or don't do, the thoughts we think and the images we hold in our head, that basically controls our reality. Mm -hmm. And most people have never learned a formula I put in that chapter called E plus R equals O and think of it as a mathematical formula, 2 plus 2 equals 4. If you don't like 4, then you have to change your number of what you're doing. You have to change your behavior in some way. So basically there's an event, you respond to that event, and then it creates an outcome. And all the people that complain about their lives are complaining about outcomes that have been created by themselves about how they responded to an earlier event. You drank too much alcohol, you ate too much food, you didn't exercise enough, you were always sarcastic and putting people down. You didn't keep your agreements. There's all these things people do. And then when life doesn't work out, they, they, they blame the event instead of, you know, blaming their own response to the event. During the recession, there are many people got wealthier. A lot of people got poorer. You know, the recession was the same for everybody. The reality is some people responded to it by giving up, like you say, going into resignation, quitting, blaming, complaining, complaining, whining, as opposed <laughs> to saying, okay. I have to do something different to get something different. I have to learn something new, learn a new skill, get some new training. Or maybe I even have to move from where I'm living to another place. All the people that complain about unemployment go to North Dakota. Right now they can't hire people fast enough. They're pulling oil out of the, look, of the ground, natural gas up there. And, but most people say, I don't want to move. You know, I grew up in the South. I want to live in the South. And then they, they're on welfare. So the reality is we have a lot more power And we think we do. And even if you get cancer, people say, well, I'm not responsible for that. I say, well, let's talk about it. Have you only eaten organic food your whole life? Have you used organic products? I mean, the average lipstick has 41 known carcinogens in it, and yet people put it on their lips, which is one of the most powerful absorbers on the skin. But most people don't even know that. They don't know about vitamins and minerals. They don't know about wearing something to keep the electromagnetic fields. they got Telephone signals and television signals and radio signals and all of that, you know, coursing through their body all day long. But there's technology to support yourself, and protect yourself. So we could go down, you know, if you only, if you gotten rid of all your resentments, if you've forgiven everyone, you need to forgive. A lot of cancers come from holding resentments. And when people forgive and let go, often the cancer will disappear. So it's like we, we go around acting like we're victims when mostly we're just ignorant because we've never taken the time to educate ourselves and then not taking the courage to make the changes we need to make.
2: You know, it's this is a, a topic that I have reflected on and I've written on quite a bit. And, you know, I always, I always find that there's that tightrope we have to walk between taking radical responsibility, but then also not blaming the victim. Because there are aspects, I think you would agree, that are beyond our control, aspects of life, you know, that we are not, We can't spiritualize the ego or substitute our psyches for God, fate, destiny. Things can happen that we have no control over. And, you know, so I always like you're in a train crash. You know, you're minding your own business and it just so happens you're in a train crash. You didn't make it happen. You know, it wasn't something you brought on yourself. But then you still have the power in terms of how you're going to respond to the event.
3: Absolutely. That's the key. The Events occur. You're, you're not responsible for every event. If a plane falls on your studio today and you die, you probably didn't create that. But what I've found is that people always, no matter what happens, if you ask the question, how did I create or promote or allow that? If, if there was some part of you that did, then you'll find it. But if your first thing is to go into blame or resentment, then you won't find it. And so you're right. There are certain things called tsunamis, earthquakes, whatever, that, um, you know, you, you, you don't see those things coming. Just like, you know, I just watched TV a couple of weeks ago, and it was that plane in China that turned over and landed on a bridge and, you know, clipped a, a, a taxi cab, and the people in it were injured. No, you didn't create that. However, I do believe at some level that whatever happens to you is an opportunity for growth. Maybe you're needing to learn patience or perseverance or Absolutely. not giving up, you know, whatever it might be. So, you know, whether you created it, whether it was part of some karmic contract you made or whether it was just, a, you know, something that's just you know, random, random. A fluke, random. It's mm-hmm. really how you respond to it. You know, some people, just give you an example, I have a story in my new book, The Success Principles, the 10th Anniversary Edition, where uh, all the stories now in this new book are stories of people who read the first book applied the principles and now had amazing results. So I'm up in Canada doing a TV show, and there's this guy, uh, Forrest uh, Little, who's lying in bed, and he was suffering from a traumatic brain injury in an automobile accident. Somebody hit him, so he was not, he was you know, you could say he was the victim of that. He's lying in bed, and for two years, he just laid in bed. And he was depressed. His wife was getting sick of it. His children were getting sick of it. But he just wouldn't get up. And he was reading at about the third grade level because that the brain injury caused that. He wasn't able to read very well. He had given up his profession. Uh, his wife was working and all that. And so he hears on TV, uh, come back after the break, you'll hear Jack Anfield teaching you about how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And he perked up because at some point he was saying, you know, I don't want to be in bed anymore, but I don't know how to get myself out of bed. So I talked on TV like we're talking today. and He got his wife to get my book. She read him a page a day because he couldn't read it himself. But then he started hiring a tutor to help teach him read. And to make a really long story short, this guy who was in bed, traumatic brain injury, uh, got out of bed, learned to read again, learned to walk totally again, and to do all of that. And now he's a motivational speaker in Canada, mm-hmm. running motivational workshops for people who've given up. And he's... Very, very successful and one of the sweetest men you'll ever meet. So we know that it's not so much what happened to you, it's how you dealt with it. There are other people, when that happens, they just sit in the back room the rest of their life, watch TV and and, and feel sorry for themselves.
2: Absolutely. This is exactly what I say in Love Never Dies, that every curveball that we are thrown is really a spiritual lesson in disguise. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're here to be, you know, developing our spiritual muscles to dissolving the walls that block us from loving ourselves and others. And all of those challenges are uh, our invitation to grow. That's really what it is. It's exactly what you're saying, too.
3: I don't know why I did, but I studied how they made knives, you know, like bowie knives, you know, the ones the guys use in the army and so forth. And Mm -hmm. they temper the steel. They have to stress it. The more they stress it, the stronger it becomes. And there's this wonderful metaphor about golf balls. Golf balls used to be totally round and smooth. And as people would play with the golf ball, they would put nicks in it. And the more nicks it got in it, the more straight and true it flew when you hit it. And so now, of course, you get these golf balls, they have these little dimples all over it. But that was because they discovered that the more injured the golf ball was, the more straight it flew. And So basically, we're being tempered by life all the time. And so when something happens, I always say, you know, this is a quote from Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich. Every negative event contains within it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. So when something bad happens, quote unquote bad, ask yourself, what's the opportunity that this is for my growth? What's the lesson I need to learn? What quality do I need to bring forward to build?
2: Exactly, because all of these opportunities are, I'm going to say it, putting hair on your chest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> I got to take a break, but I'll be back with you in a moment on Ask Dr. Love Radio.
4: All I need is a little love in my life. All I need is a little love in the dark. A little, but I'm hoping it might kick start. Me and my broken heart. I need a little.
7: Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's Brenda, T-H-Y-N-E dot com
1: put a little in your life with keys keys clear protein waters have 22 grams of smile making attitude adjusting protein in every bottle did i mention its tongue tingling taste not just another guilty pleasure, with keys, you'll enjoy every low sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can
3: find keys on Amazon or at Keys K-E-E-S please
6: dot com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water.
4: Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 5th Annual Tappers Gathering, March 14th at Bastier University, and have a chance to meet EFT founder Gary Craig. This event raises money for continuing EFT tapping scientific research. Bring your cards and information for a full day of networking and inspiration. Visit www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877.
1: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you've yearned to get along better with your life partner or spouse, friends, family members, and even co workers, Dr. Turndorf's Hey House book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye Dr. Love's 10 Simple Steps to Cooling Conflict and Rekindling Your Relationship, shows you how to turn conflict into connection for a lifetime of lasting love. Find out more about this book at AskDrLove.com. This is Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. This show is for you, the listener and Dr. Love wants to hear from you. You can submit your questions at AskDrLove.com or if you're listening in real time, you can speak to Dr. Turndorf live by calling 800-930-2819. To listen live and download the free show app, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. All shows are archived at TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Once again, here's Dr. Love.
2: Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love Radio. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and I'm talking with my beloved Jack Canfield about his 10th anniversary edition of The Success Principles. So, Jack, in your book, you quote the late Jim Rohn, who says that we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So do you say we should only hang out with successful people? What should we do with the toxic ones? Should we bury them in the backyard?
3: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) no let them bury themselves no the reality is there are certain people you can't escape and there could be like when i made my first list of who was toxic who was nurturing my mother was on the toxic list and i said to my mentor i said what do i do about that he says well christmas and easter and family reunion, but other than that stay away and so it's more about adding positive people to your life Mm -hmm. you can limit or eliminate people from your life just by making choices uh, saying, I'm not going to spend time with you. I'm not going to come to your dinners because you're sarcastic, negative. Uh, you put people down, you know, whatever it might be. But generally, if you add enough positive people to your life, the negative people just kind of fade away over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Asaraf, who was in the movie The Secret, a good friend of mine, I write about him in my book as well. Uh, he refuses to talk to anybody who's negative. I mean, he'll literally walk away from you right in the middle of a conversation. He'll first warn you. Saying, you know, I don't engage in gossip, or I don't engage in putting people down, or I don't engage in negative expectations. And so if you want to talk about that, I'm going to leave. And if you keep talking, he'll just walk away. And uh, he believes that protecting his mind and not putting toxic poison in his mind is as important as not eating rat poison for breakfast because it's going to kill you. So Absolutely. I, I do think it's very important to, you know, surround yourself with positive people. I mean, everyone that comes on your show is probably someone positive. That's why you have them. And I surround Uh, myself with people like that as well.
2: So so let's let's dig into one of the success principles, creating successful relationships. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Okay?
3: Sure. Well, I think to create successful relationships, number one, you have to decide, well, what does that mean? What is a successful relationship? And the idea that, you know, I want people that are positive. I want people that are going to be supporting me, that believe in me. And I also need to give that back. I think one of the most important things I love or learned rather, about uh, positive relationships is the importance of positive feedback, of appreciating people, of being in a state Mm. of gratitude, focusing Mm -hmm. on their positive aspects rather than their negative aspects. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one of the books that really affected me in the last couple of years is uh, The Five Love Languages and the idea that, you know, my wife's primary love language is quality time. And I was always going around complimenting her and doing acts of service, and somehow she wasn't building that love. And for someone who travels a lot like I do, you know, when, I'm, when I am home, I really need to be present to her and not watch television while we're talking. And, you know, and every woman has had the experience of saying, you're not listening to me. And the man says, yes, I am, and he repeats back every word just like you said. But he wasn't making eye contact. He wasn't really there. He wasn't 100% present. My love language is nurturing touch. So I need to be touched and stroked and massaged and, you know, cuddled and all that in order to feel love. So learning that there were these love languages and my daughters and my sons all have different love languages really transformed my relationship with them. I think also to have a good relationship, you have to keep your agreements. Most people Mm. break their agreements and they don't, um, you know, follow through. And then we wonder why we lose trust. That's a really Mm -hmm. bad thing. I have a chapter mm-hmm. in the section on the book uh, called "Create Successful Relationships." Called "Have a Heart Talk," and one uh-huh. of the big things that people do is they interrupt each other when they're talking. And so, like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And so, with a heart talk, I, we w- would have an object that we'll call a heart. We actually have a stuffed hearts that we use in our family, little like beanbag hearts. And so, when my children are here, uh, we'll over dinner, we'll have a heart talk, and we pass the heart. And whoever holds the heart can talk about anything they want, about what they're feeling, but they can't be interrupted. So you have to be holding the heart to talk, and everybody gets a turn. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we go around two or three times. And that was really critical when they were younger, for them to feel safe, to share their feelings, to not be interrupted by the adults or their their brothers and sisters. Or if you're just together, just pass it back and forth. Because the men are usually jumping in, trying to solve the problem. Women just want to talk it out. You know, Mm -hmm. John Gray, Men Are From Mars 101. So that's a, a, an important
2: piece. And here's one thing I, I always want people to remember about this, because so often people think that they are saying what they feel when they are actually attacking one another. Yeah. And And... This obviously doesn't foster intimacy. It's not a safe space. So really, if you're talking from a vulnerable place about what you feel, and usually those feelings are more squishy, you might be afraid or hurt or sad or scared, rather than converting that into the more puffed-up emotion of anger, which then if you dump that anger on the other, you think, well, I'm just being honest and I'm just saying how I feel, but you're really not doing anything but dumping on the other person.
3: It's true, and I think, you know, one of the—I talk about a chapter called Tell the Truth Faster, and the idea is you have to tell the total truth faster. And the total truth, uh, there's layers of truth. Anger is primarily dramatized fear. And so uh-huh. if someone cuts you off in a freeway and you give them the finger or something, that's anger. I mean, it's just been the news. You know, we saw this person killed uh, this week over road rage. And so what happens is we the anger is is covering up the fear that you felt, and it's 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 a, it's a less vulnerable uh, feeling, anger, and so basically mm-hmm. you have a layer of anger underneath that's hurt, sadness right. underneath that is fear, underneath okay. that is regret and remorse for how I might have helped contribute to the situation, in this road rage situation, the woman actually went home, got her son with a gun, and came back out onto the road and tried to find this other person, who then ended up shooting her. So mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it's insane. But then underneath that is love and forgiveness, which is where we always want to get to. But people have never learned to go through that process and get back to love and forgiveness. If I tell my son, go tell your brother you're sorry, he goes over and he goes, I'm sorry. He's not really (laughs) sorry because he never got to express the anger, the hurt, and the fear. Then you can say, I'm sorry. So there's a lot to learning how to communicate our emotions in a way that really works. A little model I teach people to give feedback about things that aren't working in the relationship is when you do this activity or non-activity, like you don't talk to me or you watch too much football or you come Mm -hmm. home late, the story I tell myself is that you don't care. So when you, the story I tell myself, how I interpret that behavior, and then I feel, and what I want from you is this. So when you get that level of communication, then people can hear you. But if you just start off, I hate you, you're you don't care. You're an idiot. You're a jerk. Well, then people just automatically get defensive and want to strike back.
2: Right. And so that kind of goes to another one of your relationship principles, which is be here now. If you want someone to hear you, truly hear you and hold your heart, you have to speak in the way that's hearable. So no attacks. I I call it, I use it, um, in, in Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, I show you how to use what I call the XY formula, very similar to what you're saying, where you're describing in neutral terms what was said or done, mm-hmm. how you feel about it, and what you'd prefer. Same. And you're giving yourself the gift. By speaking in a way that's hearable, you're getting heard.
3: Absolutely. You know, and this is, it's so sad when you think about it, you know, your books, my book, whatever, all this information is available. It's not being taught in school. You know, we didn't have these classes when we were going to school. And in my opinion, these tools and principles are much more important than the five exports of Brazil or the six causes of the war. But we're not learning it. So we have to take time to listen to shows like yours, read books like ours, and then people can grow, practice these things. And all of a sudden you go, whoa, that works a lot better.
2: Exactly. And, you know, last time when you were with me, I made some fun tweets to typify your... Your principles, and one of your principles is be a class act. And my tweet was be a class act, not a crass act. So what do you? <laughs> what do you mean by be a class act?
3: Well, you know, we all know people that are class acts. You know, Tom Hanks is a class act. Um, you know, people we just know them and we say, wow, that is a class act. That's somebody that's really cool. That's somebody that we always. You know, we, we feel good about that person. We, we love that person. And basically, when you are someone who is affirming of other people, you don't put people down. You always lift other people up. You are always helping and trying to be of service instead of always taking. Um, mm-hmm. You're someone who will stop and listen to people and not jump to conclusions. Um, you know, I have a list of what I call the, the, the class act behaviors. One is live by your own ha- highest standards. You know, we mm-hmm. have high standards of behavior. We, we're they're consciously chosen. Uh, we maintain dignity and grace under pressure. You know, you learn how to be calm. We talked earlier, it's like most people don't know how to regulate their emotions. That's why mm-hmm. road rage is so, you know, people just lose it. And there are techniques. I teach everyone to meditate uh, to how to calm themselves. When you learn these behaviors, like we just talked about, these formulas for talking, that's really critical. Also, Class acts are always trying to make other people successful, not just themselves. Um, Increase the quality of every experience. Like, always try to make everything enjoyable, meaningful, memorable. Um, One of the things we talk about is how to create wow experiences for people. You know, we think about the Four Seasons and the Ritz-Carlton hotels. I remember I checked into a Ritz-Carlton when I was on a tour for Chicken Soup for the Soul, and it was like 10 o'clock at night I got to the room. And I opened up the door and I walked in and there was a thermos bottle and it said, uh, you have been chicken soup for our soul, here's some chicken soup for your body. And it was a thermos full of hot chicken soup and I actually ate it because I was hungry. And I thought, wow, this this hotel, is that's a class act. So always raising it up a little. What can you do to make it better? Uh, not be mean, not be petty, not be vulgar. I put a story in there about Pat uh, Riley, who used to be the um, you know, Lakers coach and then the Miami Heat. And when they were in a playoff with the New York Knicks, uh, even though they lost, he invited the opposing team to come over to his house and have uh, a barbecue with him. No no, no coach does that, invites the other team over. So Pat Riley was a class act. You know, take 100 percent responsibility for your actions, uh, expand the meaning of being human. Class acts always approach everyone as a unique being and look for a way to make life better for others. So we're always contributing. You know, we're not racist. We're we're people that include everybody. We love diversity. So these are people that are class acts and you know basically we look up to them and we can become one of them. That's that's the idea.
2: Absolutely. So I say start a class action suit and be a class act so others can follow suit.
3: <laughs> well that's really cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> because you uh, you reap what you sow if this is the way you behave in life this is what comes back to you
3: that's right you know yes. you call it the law of karma or what goes around comes around however you want to say
2: yeah. it uh, yeah
3: people you know i i have so many people that love me and you've mentioned that and it's real true and the reason is because i love people and i'm always doing anything i can to help anybody whether it's on sitting next to someone on an airplane or whether it's in a seminar or you know, we developed a program that got 800,000 people off of welfare in California called the Goals Program. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't make a lot of money at that. We just wanted to make a difference. And so when you do that, it comes back. It always comes back multiplied.
2: Absolutely. So we're going to come back multiplied. I have to take a break, but we'll come back in a moment on Ask Dr. Love Radio. Yeah.
1: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you or someone you know has lost a loved one, Dr. Turndorf's best-selling Hay House book, Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased, presents her groundbreaking new trans-dimensional grief therapy method, which offers the first vehicle in history for reconnecting and making peace with the deceased. Sign up for Dr. Love's free newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive an exciting gift.
4: visit maryjanemack.com.
6: A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for amazing Astra allies, April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today.
7: We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine.
5: Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all, a healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call
2: 425-451-0404.
1: Dr. Love's quickies.
2: Mary's about ready to give love the shove because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. can
5: add up to one
2: Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love Radio. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and I'm talking with the wonderful, beloved Jack Canfield. We're talking about his success principles and the 10th anniversary edition of this book. So, Jack, one of the things that I think a lot of people would find surprising about you is that here you are at the top of your game, but you still work with coaches. Mm -hmm. So why do you say mega-successful people still need a coach?
3: Well... It's like if you just think of golf for a minute, you know, Tiger Woods or whoever. When you golf you can't see what you're doing wrong. You just don't know. You can't you can't see yourself mm-hmm. in a mirror. And so in life we have people that are coaches that are really good at a number of things. Number one, they can help you clarify your life purpose. They can help you clarify your vision for your ideal life, help you set goals. They also can help you figure out how to achieve those goals and most importantly they can help you identify What are the blocks? What are the limiting beliefs? What are the fears that you have? And then they have techniques for helping you overcome those limiting blocks and limiting fears that you have. So I have had coaches my whole life. Uh, Just recently I was working with a coach who called me up and said, I'd like to be your coach for free for a year. And I said, okay, I could use some coaching. And he said, all I ask is the end of the year I can say I coached you for a year. You're a big celebrity. It'll help my practice. I said, well, if you're good, you can do that. So he was – telling me, working on some of my key goals and why why I hadn't achieved them yet. And one of them was I wanted to be hanging out at these large conferences like TED Talks and the Clinton Global Initiative and Davos, where they meet in Switzerland and so forth. And I wasn't getting invited. So that was my goal. So he said, here's what I want you to do. Every morning, come to work. first thing you do, you spend one hour focusing on that goal. You know, call up Ariana Huffington, I know, and she goes to those places to see if she'll help me get in. And so forth. So I didn't do emails. I didn't do anything. The first hour was just focused on that. Within about three weeks, I had garnered invitations to all those conferences. So I was always putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then the day would start and then all the other crises would show up. And by the time it was seven o'clock at night, it was too late. So just that one little change in my productivity, because he understood how to be a peak performer when it comes to dealing with overwhelm and focusing on your top goals. So a coach, you know, it can be executive coaches, life coaches, relationship coaches, nutrition coaches. I've had all of them, and, you know, even internet marketing coaches. So uh, they know things you know, and they, they can help you see the things you don't see.
2: Yeah, that's a very cool thing. And now I'm sure there are certain coaches that you feel more connected to than others. So I, I would imagine you suggest that people choose a coach that you feel an affinity with.
3: Yeah, I think you want to find someone who actually is good at what they do. And, and, you know, we we actually started the Canfield Coaching Program. I've got 12 coaches who coach people. Just go to CanfieldCoaching.com, and uh, you can talk to one of our coaches and, you know, do kind of a preliminary intake to see if coaching is right for you. It's free. And uh, basically now most of the coaches I work with are my own coaches. Most of these people had been coaches for 10 or 15 years before I hired them. And uh, we teach we coach people on how to actualize the success, points, how to actually do them. So you don't just read the book, but you walk through a specific set of uh, sequenced activities, much like you said, you know, when, once you know the combination to the lock, there is the numbers, you have them in the right order. And so um, I actually work with my own coaches now because they're they, they're better coaches than I am because that's all they do all day long. I'm mostly writing and running workshops and being on phone calls like this.
2: So, Jack, listen. You know, Dr. Love cannot resist. I, I got to at least slip something sexual into the show, right? So I've been, all year I've been meaning to ask you because I forgot what you said. The last time I saw you, you were talking about this sex technique. Now we're talking about success principles here for this technique. And I forgot what you said it was. I'm getting Alzheimer's on this topic. So,
3: Well, someone said I should write a book called The Sex Principles that probably sell better than The Success Principles. But um, I think we were talking about uh, Tim Ferriss, who wrote the four-hour work week.
2: No, I wrote, don't think it was. Was it? You said it was something somebody told you. It was a technique. Maybe I can't. We can't say it on the radio. But you said it was something so awesome. Was it Ferriss who said it?
3: Yeah, yeah. Basically, in his book, he wrote the the the, the four-hour body or whatever it's called, and he talked about the twenty-minute orgasm or whatever it is.
2: Oh, and that's it.
3: it, it yeah. It's coming
2: back to me. It's coming back to me. <laughs>
3: well. Or we could just say it's coming, and then we're really in trouble. You think
2: that I didn't slip that in intentionally. Come I know, <laughs> I
3: know. But no, everyone should read it. It's, you know, we could talk about it on air if you want, but it's just basically there's a certain okay. place at the 1 o'clock position in terms of the uh, vagina next to the clitoris. And when you lightly stroke that, lightly, like you're just running your hand over tissue paper, a feather over the skin, uh, you, it, just, it, it, it just builds into this amazing orgasm. Yeah. All
2: right. I'm, I better pull out now, Jack, okay. because I won't give you time to just tell
3: everybody <laughs> You started this, Dr. Lowe. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but I, want, I
2: don't want to leave you empty-handed, Jack. I want you to know <laughs> that I want everybody to know how to find you. <laughs> so uh,
3: okay. Basically, course. go to jackcanfield.com, jackcanfield.com, and get my new book and get about $100 worth of free bonuses. Uh, audio tape that you can download, and a video you can download, and the first two chapters of the book. Just go to thesuccessprinciples.com or thesuccessprinciplesbook.com. Either one will get you there. And you'll then be directed to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and you'll get uh, a lot of bonuses that are uh, worth about 100 bucks. So it's only $16, and $16 could change your life. And I always tell people, if you don't uh, like the book, doesn't work for you, send it back to me, and I will send you a check for $16. I've never had anyone do that yet, meaning everyone gets great value from the book.
2: Absolutely. And everyone just loves, loves you, Jack. I love you. And you know my door is always open. Anytime you want to come back, anything you want to share, promote, my door is open to you. So you promise you'll come back soon.
3: I'll be back in August. I have a new book coming out then on how to get sober in the privacy of your own home called The 30 Day Sobriety Solution. So we'll talk about that in August.
2: All right, so you'll be back with me in August, if not sooner. And I wish you a wonderful rest of the winter. Everybody, I'm so happy to be on Transformation Talk Radio now. We're on AM, FM, cable, satellite. Did I forget anything? Of course, internet as well. So just check out AskDoctorLove.com, and you'll see who's on my show next week.
1: This has been Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Visit Dr. Turndorf at AskDrLove.com and follow her on Twitter at AskDrLove and Facebook.com slash AskDrLove.
7: Wondering
0: how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn her passion and the power she has
4: Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams and she wants to help you next enhance your
0: overall performance and the ability to reach your goals bring your game face on visit letter r letter u Intuit.com, or call 844 letter b
5: into it what does a dentist of the year get a little plaque Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.
1: You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. AskDrLove.com is the web's premier relationship advice site since 1995. Visit AskDrLove.com to search thousands of Dr. Love's relationship advice columns or submit a question to her free advice column. Don't be shy. Dr. Turndorf wants to help you, so take advantage of this unique opportunity to get a personal answer from one of today's most respected experts. This show is for you, the listener, so if you have a question for her, call in during the live show broadcast or catch the archive show on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Now, back to Dr. Love.
7: Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's Brenda, T dot